Start the podcast. All right, three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Hi there. We're <laughs> two girls. We're hosting another episode. It's, it's almost like we said we were gonna. It's it's weird. You you start a podcast and then people are like, "That's great," and then you put out another episode and they're like, "Whoa, I didn't expect." Didn't that. see that. We just kind of wanted to. We wanted to hit you left field with "Mindless Matters" episode two. This is the sequel. We might make it a triquel. Wait, are we, then, gonna, are we gonna reboot it as a squeakquel at any point? We're we're gonna get shipwrecked. Are we gonna are we gonna remake and it as a you know squeakquel at any point? We might even talk about hypnosis at some point. Fuck, in there. I don't know if we can swing that. <laughs> I, that might be a hard ask for us. Mindless Matters is an eighteen plus podcast mm-hmm. that features live inductions. Um, please do not listen while you are driving. Do not listen while you are doing important things that need necessarily focus. Don't endanger yourself. You are responsible for ensuring your own safety. It's called not safe for work for a reason. Don't listen to this at work. Now, you might be wondering, what kind of podcast is Mindless Matters? Because for some reason, <laughs> you started with episode two, mm-hmm. and that's okay. We don't yeah. judge here. But it's, it's, tell me what Mindless Matters is, in your um, words. Well, mindless, 300 words, I say. Okay, well, Mindless Matters is a podcast that we decided to just say fuck it and make, because we want to make podcasts. It's fun. You should try it. Um, mindless Matters is a podcast focused on learning, teaching, and the discussion of erotic Zor recreational hypnosis. I, di- I can't say either of those words. <laughs> Uh, I'm glad that we're (laughs) keeping the Zor in there. As long as 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 that Zor is in our notes, I will say it, Zor. Erotic or recreational hypnosis. It's going to trip me up. Okay, perfect. Yep, perfect. Perfect. So, uh, what are we talking about today that is uh, recreational or erotic? Well, today we're actually talking about something more practical, and it's something awesome. that we both have a lot of experience with, like silliness last uh, fortnight. Rise up, gamers. Um, right. <laughs> where are we dropping? Where are we dropping? We're dropping, <laughs> common... s- we're dropping in sleep help. Lovely. Mm-hmm. That's, that's such an amazing topic. Um, what made you think of that as our topic for this episode? I mean, I felt like... You know, we, we want to start strong with a lot of stuff that we know, then maybe we can branch out into more uh, research-based stuff as we go on with the podcast. Sleep so help- that's kind of something. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Sleep help is something that we have done a lot. Like, Jess here will sometimes help me either through text or voice, uh, just get to bed and, like, cozy down. It's real good. So sleep help is something that with hypnosis, you can kind of help guide people into sleep. Um, that's, that's kind of a funny thing. We, we, uh, as hypnotists will say sleep mm-hmm. and we don't really mean it unless you're talking about sleep help. Yep. It's actually weird. It's gotten to the point where I have to say like, go to bed or, or like go to sleep for the night mm-hmm. <laughs> to like specify. Uh, whenever I'm just having general conversations with other hypno-inclined individuals, but that said, I've noticed once you like have that framework set up, you can just say sleep like normal, and there they'll interpret it the right way. Yeah, it's a lot of it's just intent. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so this is really really interesting because hypnosis is 
it doesn't always have to be something that is relaxing, but it's it's definitely very good at that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this can help a lot of different people. Sometimes when you have insomnia, it's really good to kind of uh, focus a trancee's mind for a bit, kind of go through relaxation with them. Uh, if you have anxiety, especially after kind of a rough day, it can just kind of take your mind off of that. And it's just another way to sort of spend time together at night, you know, as you both are kind of settling down. It can be kind of intimate in that way, or just helping somebody get over, you know, just their general difficulties with sleep. Mm -hmm. It's really good for helping with, you know, both loneliness and minds that won't just stop. Definitely. So what are some associations people have with um, sleep? I mean, there's an association I have with it, which is the fucking uh, episode of Pokemon, where there is like a sleep help clinic run by the titular Pokemon Hypno, which I've seen in far too much erotic work. That is that is very unfortunate. Yes, that is a Pokemon. (laughs) Um, Pokemon. But it's it's very it's very nice that they can use their talent to help people to sleep. Mm -hmm. Um. So. It's another association is kind of like the Estale state where people are just so deep into trance that they don't really respond to suggestions anymore. And it's it's basically like it's not quite like that. Or maybe it is. Maybe I should read more books about that. It's it's just bringing them all the way down and just kind of like leaving them there and then just letting the mind go to its own devices and start actually going to sleep. Mm hmm. Um, another thing I find that is really interesting is that people, people have this, like, association with trance already in terms of sleep. A lot of people you'll see, you know, turning on a little bedside lamp and taking out a book to read. Well-known topic, um, books, focusing on reading, is a form of trance. Mm-hmm, definitely. And so is falling asleep. Falling mm-hmm. asleep itself is... Uh, a trance that we go through every day. And so a lot of these rituals that people do before bedtime are kind of trances on their own. And sleeping is a trance, so why not use hypnotism to kind of guide somebody through that and, and help them just relax? It's a natural a progression. Of, yeah, definitely. And we already use a lot of words like sleep and uh, relax to kind of induce trance because... We're, we're almost working off of those associations of like, you know, when you're falling asleep, you're falling into a trance. So, so to tell somebody to sleep, they start to remember what it kind of feels like to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of make that association there. For sure, for sure, for sure. All right. So, so working with hypnotic suggestions to bring somebody into a just literal sleep, mm-hmm. um, it kind of depends this is this is where a lot of the time a lot of the time anyway you're going to need to like know your subject know your partner with what you're doing this stuff with this here especially i know i'm just kind of saying words but here you really got to figure out like what helps your subject relax what helps them just turn their brain off and like get to bed yeah everybody trance is different but like Especially so everybody sleeps different. Mm-hmm. So they've got these things that make them comfortable, these night rituals. 
And you just need to kind of find ways to incorporate them into the suggestions that you give and incorporate them into the trance. Yep. And there's a lot of ways to go about this, too. Some people, you know, obviously, you don't know a hypnotist. You're listening to a hypno podcast, maybe you don't know a hypnotist. It's common. Uh, You can do self-hypnosis with this. And on top of that, you can also go out and I'm sure there are files out there, but do so at your own caution. Files are... Not for yeah, everyone. Always, always just like skim the induction and mm-hmm. like listen to the meat of. If there's a the transcript, if there's a transcript, always read the transcript first. Yeah, just content creators you trust, but mm-hmm. I'm I'm sure there's files out there for sleep help. Like literally before this episode was was being recorded, we we like looked up other sleep help stuff mm-hmm. online, and one of the first things that popped up was a hypnosis video. I'm not sure if it was uh, of any quality or anything. And while we're on that topic, I just want to bring up a couple of the other ones we saw. We saw, you know, your typical ASMR videos, and we also saw these kind of just kind of weird. Like, there was a, think like a Vine compilation, but it's just a bunch of, like, really satisfying Twitter videos. Mm -hmm. There's like 82 of those videos in a single podcast, and it's all like 50 different videos snipped into one YouTube video. Yeah, and it's it's all for, like, relaxing somebody versus sleep, just kind of, like, watching these ultimate satisfying compilations, mm-hmm. or there's the ASMRs, there was tons of those, and it's just, like, a lot of different things uh, just kind of really help people get to sleep. And this drives back to our previous point, like, everyone is, this is such a subjective experience, you really gotta drill down, you know, like, at least an idea of what you wanna, how you wanna do this. Mm-hmm. So um, definitely, you can you can find some files out there. Uh, self hypnosis is also good for this. Sam, haven't you done self hypnosis to put yourself to sleep before? I have. It's and it's kind of interesting. Like, <clears throat> sorry. Um, if you've done hypnosis on someone else and like you've been hypnotized a number of times, if you're comfortable with both sides of that being a subject and being a hypnotist. You might be surprised how easy it is to drop yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, I I laid my head down and I just started talking to myself in my head, and within like a solid minute, I was counting myself down, and I I literally like felt like a proper drop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'd never done it before. Yeah, I feel that way a lot too. Um, I'm I'm pretty good at like not. Not just like recording. Some people will do this trick where they'll record stuff and they'll listen to it back. But I can just kind of like on the fly self-hypnotize myself. Mm-hmm. And so if you've kind of got a little experience and you want to try dabbling with that, it's one way to help put you to sleep every night is just kind of finding what works for you. Absolutely. And hey, it's a fun little activity to keep you focused, if nothing else. Mm-hmm. And so, basically, what's the end goal here? Well, it's to put them to sleep. Mm -hmm. The actual sleep. Um, And it's really... um, The actual sleep is the name of my new hypno-punk band. The actual sleep. That's that's interesting. I like that. Right? Uh, So either asleep or or just kind of with a quiet enough headspace that they can drift off easily as soon as you guys, you know say goodnight and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when our sleep help, I have been left awake afterwards because I just get, you know, so quiet I can't respond. Estelle state. And then I'll hear the little Discord AFK notification or the Discord hang up notification and my brain's just like, oh, okay. 
uh, now you need to remove the headphones th- so that you can be comfortable as like a sort of automatic reaction. Yeah, that's interesting. You probably have a couple automatic reactions like that where you... She she gets a lot of sleep help. She's, mm-hmm. uh, one, she's a sleepy girl. Two, her brain doesn't want to do the sleepy, but three... My brain does not produce melatonin. <laughs> three, she's a very good subject. Very good so, subject, thank you. Definitely. Definitely, definitely, definitely. So, is it is it time to enter the think space? I think it's time to enter the think space, because there's a lot of things to think about. There's We have so much to talk about, y'all. We're so excited for this one. Okay, so let's, let's talk a little bit about induction. So, mm-hmm. obviously, there's the relaxation induction. It says it on the tin. Some people have criticized the relaxation induction. I think it's fine. It's not it's not perfect for everything, but mm-hmm. it's it's definitely good for newer subjects who are still kind of feeling their way out with things. But like newer the whole purpose too. Oh yeah, definitely. It's well, I mean it's it's easy, but like yeah. it's kind of easy as a trap. But anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole point here is to put them to sleep. Yeah. You want them to be relaxed. If you want to just kind of drone monotonously uh, feel free to do it. Um, and you know what? Uh, just kind of going on and on. Uh, sometimes you can get that from somebody reading you like a storybook. So kind of like a story time. Oh, I uh, used to type do that thing. to someone. That was fun. Oh, that's cute. Mm-hmm. I know that the story uh, does kind of engage you, but just something about like being there and listening to somebody and just kind of listening to their voice and how relaxing it sounds, that can really get you to, like, a nice sleepy place. Mm-hmm. Who knows? It might have some sort of link with, like, with, like, uh, how a lot of animals will act when they want to sleep. They'll go up to someone and then, like, curl up if they trust that person. It mm-hmm. could be something related to that where, you know, if you know someone you trust is nearby or at least, you know, on the phone with you monitoring you, that can just make you feel safer, like, subconsciously. Yeah, interesting. Another interesting way that you could kind of use your induction to make sure that they're nice and sleepy uh, that I'm actually interested in maybe trying out is kind of doing a resistance induction to kind of tire out the mind or the body mm-hmm. right before right before sleep. Kind of get all your jitters out and everything. And a major thing that you need to be aware of before you start anything like this is to just be aware of how it's going to end. So... I know that whenever somebody has done sleep help for me, I normally have like several things I need to do after they say go to sleep before it's over. So I've got to like turn off my light and put away my computer or whatever and maybe like take off my glasses, lay down. So there's like a couple extra steps. So you have to just be aware that like your last suggestion might not be fall asleep immediately right now. It might be you know, do this last thing before you have to go to bed or, you know, just kind of relax here in my arms or whatever it might be. And that's one of the reasons that it's good that I'm the subject today on today's episode today, because I literally do everything. I say goodnight to all my girlfriends. I turn off my light. I'm in bed. I'm actually going to be using a different microphone to record the uh, trance segment of the podcast because we're just going to do it. We're just going to do proper sleep help for the trance segment. It's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. How do people view sleep help? How might they view it differently? Well, a lot of people find it, you know, view it differently depending on what 
they find like nice. We already talked about subjective experiences. It's still a thorough. Po- it's still a through point here. It's important. Um, I personally, and this is fun. I have a a strange, some would say, idea of what sort of things are calming or safe feeling to me. For example, um, I kind of find comfort in the ideas of like sort of body horror sleep help just having my sort of being just very very much altered in a way or like being tethered to some sort of you know elder god uh that is you know actually a good thing and not inspired by a racist author where can you find the greatest peace with the greatest entity? There you go. You you have something that can eat reality. And it wants to, like, cuddle you? Fuck yes. <laughs> um, definitely, like, people... A lot of people love being touched on the scalp. That's mm-hmm. like a, a sleep button. Some people will get sleepy from just sort of, like, nice noises. You know, a lot of people put on, like, nature sounds. Um, I know uh, that specifically for you, Sam, you like uh, people's hands on you or like mm-hmm. pressing down on your chest. Weighted blankets. People yes. love that shit. Oh, I need a weighted blanket so bad. I have I a, love one. I have a weighted flaxseed bag that I can heat, and that's really good to apply. Like another thing that people like, which is heat. Yeah, yeah. Warm, looked after. Lizard brain. Uh, uh, nice cup of milk. Uh, dude, tea, whatever. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna interrupt our podcast jargon. Have you ever had a glass of milk, like a glass of like microwaved warm milk with a bunch of honey in it? Um, not with honey. I have microwaved milk for this express purpose of having like warm milk before bed, and I wasn't, I wasn't too inspired. I think the honey would be the difference I need. Yeah, the honey milk is very good. It's like you take the best parts of a bee girl and a cow girl, and you make them into a sleepy time beverage. Uh, could you make tea out of milk? Could you get it really hot and then put you, a tea bag in it? You do know that there is an actual thing called milk tea, right? I I don't know what it is, though. <laughs> I've heard of it. <laughs> All right. Live Google. <laughs> We're, we can't Google during the podcast. We can Google during the podcast. We're talking about sleep. <laughs> yeah, milk tea is probably relevant. It's probably not relevant. Uh, it refers to any tea drink with milk added. With milk added, not boiling the, the tea back. Listen, we have an idea here. We need to cut this out of the podcast. This is <laughs> this is this, our magnum opus. This is comedy poison, but I kind of like it. it. We'll figure it out. It's it's not comedy poison. If it's comedy poison, I'm raising my fucking goblet. <laughs> Do you want to cross some wires with me? Oh God, I want to cross some wires. I have a fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, you have a fucking what? Yeah. So, I'm I'm sorry. I get flustered by by buzzy noises. Uh, <laughs> so, here's a fun little pairing. I had a dream this very morning, actually. Um, and interesting. And I have a lot of like fucking wild dreams. I have a dream diary in Google Docs that is over 120 pages. Sam has her frequent dreamer card. I have uh, she brings back card. some good ones from the other side. Mm-hmm. 
There was one recently that, like, made you very hot and bothered over it, if I remember right. Yeah, that was a horny dream. (laughs) Anyway, uh, you had a dream. I had a dream. uh, This morning, in fact. And a lot of stuff happened, uh, and I won't go too into it, but in the dream, there was a vampire. And vampires are hot. We all know this. One of my girlfriends would say werewolves are hotter, and that's okay. She can be wrong if she wants to. Love you, sweetie. Um, but vampires play into this dynamic of hypnosis and sleep really, really well. You have the hypnotic eyes. You have, you know, a lot of people like the cold. I love the cold. I want someone cold to cuddle me. Vampire bites your neck and starts draining your blood out. Well, that's all of your energy leaving. That You're was so gonna, tired afterwards. That was going to be the thing I was going to say third, you know, because it's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> I stole the best part from you. That's okay. Another another thing we can cross the wires on is uh, I talked about drone stuff last episode. I'm going to do it again. Gonna, I'm probably going to do it every time. We're going to talk about drone stuff every episode. Every this single episode. Li- this segment's literally called Crossing the Wires. Yeah. Uh, hive mind. Just take that thought of, you know, having a voice talking you to sleep, having a voice reading you a story, anything like that, and just amplify it to the point where you have 100% em- empathy with that being. Where somebody can know you so fully from within and everything you're feeling and everything to know exactly what button to push to just make you fucking drop. And Mm -hmm. on top of that, they're part of like this sort of found family system that, you know, it's hard not to love them because, you know, if you trust them at all, you probably love them a little. And a loved one talking you to sleep, gently like guiding you to sleep, that's, that's something everyone likes. Mm-hmm. Or even just like a thousand voices in your mind and all of them are just lulling you oh, to sleep. You made a file for me for that express purpose. I did. It was very effective. Mm-hmm. And that was just the, that was just like a little fun thing I did. Here's a, here's a thing. Hypnotists out there, if you want to just record your voice at five times and overlay it, that's some good shit waiting to happen right there. It works way better than you'd think it would. It's, it's really easy to get lost in all of those voices, mm-hmm. which is why. Hive minds are good for sleep. Hive minds are so good for sleep. Help. They're also just good for like overloading inductions and mm-hmm. resistance inductions as well. Definitely. Another thing I'm a big fan of that we've played with before is I'm gonna put this in air quotes in real life so so Jess Jess can see it on the mic on the video treatments because I like like the day spa aesthetic a lot. I like the aesthetic mm-hmm. of like a day spa that is fantasy in practice and you can do all these sort of wild magic sometimes horny things with them so like you go to ulta and they're like cleaning your hair or whatever in the salon back there Mm -hmm. and they just kind of dig their nails into your scalp a little bit it's just like i could already fall asleep to that now just imagine if the water that they had um also melted my brain yep literally just like you felt it going through your skull hot water against your brain flash, just all of the thoughts dripping out with the excess. I, I do have to mention, some people don't like things touching their brain. I do. For a lot of people. Okay, for, for us horny hypno-sluts out there, a lot of us are just like, well, that would that would be great because the, the brain is the, is the biggest and strongest pleasure 
uh, center in the body. It's but, the uh, most swole erogenous zone. A lot, a lot of people are just like, you can't do that. You can't, you can't put water on the brain. brain. It would be incredibly painful. You wouldn't to- download a brain. <laughs> <laughs> Downloads your brain. Aw, thank you. Now I'm on your phone. Epic. <laughs> but yeah, you could um, have a nice little spa treatment. Mm-hmm. Uh, just about everything about a spa treatment just sounds very relaxing. We've done so saunas. Like, we've done a hair treatment. We've done I've massages. done I've done a mud bath with one of my other partners in a different context. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Like you said just there a second ago, massages. We can just straight up cross the wires on that. I cannot describe how good massages feel to me somebody who is very 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 hypersensitive to touch mm-hmm. is touch is good it's so good Ugh. And there's there's just a lot of other like theming that you can bring to your sleep help mm-hmm. just like i'm i'm a big slut for like general fantasy of all kinds so just like going to like a fantasy world or someplace vivid or you can just kind of imagine and float around. Like, that's always nice. And that's how you can cross the wires on this shit. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. Experimentation. This is the part of the podcast where I clap very quietly because I don't want to clip out my mic. It's time for that part of the podcast. All right. So what are the things with sleep help? What are the ideas that you kind of had that you want to fuck with and play around with? Let's start on something that we kind of like dipped our toes in a little, which is dream forecasting. Okay, so this is really interesting. Mm -hmm. So one time during a particular sleep help, we had actually done uh, this interesting thing where I told Sam what she was going to dream about, and she did. Mm -hmm. Um, I just asked her like in one word. But not in how you'd expect. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in one word what would you like to dream about and she said belonging and so i just focused on the things that evoked that kind of feeling and i just kind of jumped back and forth between like these little vignettes and little scenes of like oh you're at this place with all your friends or oh you're in this club or whatever and just kind of made it kind of catered to her and also to just kind of that word And I kept repeating it and getting it into her head that that's what she was going to dream about. And she had a dream that was, um, it's in her dream journal, and it was remarkably about belonging. Mm Mm-hmm. Quite literally, like, I was surrounded by all my friends. I was getting to play, like, my playlists on music, which is something I'm very self-conscious about for reasons. Uh, Mm -hmm. And that was nice. That was, like, a really big hit in in the dream of, like, People just wanted to listen to my my music taste. Yeah, they just wanted to vibe with the things that made you feel nice. It was mm-hmm. really cute. It was really good. It was really, really nice. Mm-hmm. And we've done dream forecasting on other times, too. And they've manifested in different ways. And that's what I find really cool about it. To be fair, Sam is just, like, really, really good at dreaming. Oh, <laughs> That's dude. her superpower. Honestly, yeah. Like, I, I've had, like month-long stretches where I could just lucid dream every night. She's a dreamy sheepy. Dreamy sheepy. Dreamy sheepy. Another way uh, that the forecasting that we've done has affected me before is just, like, it can be almost preventative in a way. One time... Yeah, like... Mm-hmm. One time we decided to focus on safety. 
and just like a feeling of like safety and like being protected and everything. I had a nightmare. Yeah. But at no point in that nightmare did I wake up panicked or did I feel in the dream like I was in danger. It was imagine you run through your typical nightmare, you know, you're being chased, you're being whatever, yada, 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 you know, I could go into detail, but I won't. But you don't feel fear, almost like you are a horror game aficionado and you can just see it all playing out on your TV, but you feel like safely removed from the situation. That's how that yeah. manifested that time. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's, there's a lot of like weird things that you can play around with this, just kind of giving them this last thought before they fall off to sleep, especially something that's really vivid as mm-hmm. the things that you get whenever you're in trance. Um, it can be it can be pretty easy to sometimes dream about those things, and they can make for really fun experiences. For sure. Another thing that you can do, speaking of uh, dream forecasting, um, is sort of lucid dreaming. Mm-hmm. So instead of like actually putting them to sleep, you just go through the motions, the typical stuff that you might do during a sleep help or just during a very relaxing trance and and get them just kind of in this state where they're like on the edge of like being awake and being asleep. So they're just like... If you've ever been falling asleep in class, right Mm -hmm. there, that's where we want it. And then then you can kind of take that kind of sleepy headspace and like let them, like guide them through lucid dreaming on their own, kind of guide them through their own little Mm self-hypnosis to just kind of experience a lucid dream whenever they haven't been able to do that before. A lot of the time, whenever I do self-hypnosis, the first time that I ever got it to work, and a lot of the subsequent times, I will literally just do something that feels and seems exactly like lucid dreaming. I'll just fucking go on a little adventure in my mind palace. It's really fun. Mm. It's really nice. While we're on the topic of lucid dreaming, there's a number of things that you can do to like make yourself more likely to lucid dream. A personal ritual of mine is if I'm ever feeling in like the lucid dream like mood, I will put my hands out in front of me, turn them over to my back, turn them back over to my palm, and just kind of do that throughout the day. Make it a habit when you're doing nothing, just like when the thought comes to you, just check your hands. And the reason you do that is if you're asleep and you check your hands, your fingers won't look right. The mind isn't perfect at visualization, so... It's really bad at it, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Um, for example, and this is, this goes back to the body horror thing, uh, so see warning for that, is, uh, when I'm lucid dreaming and I pull up my hands, my fingers will have kind of, like, spiderwebbed together like a lichen. Interesting. And I'll just have this feeling of, like, oh, I have power right now. (laughs) I will get really excited I'm taking direct control. (laughs) <laughs> right, like I, I have inceptioned myself. It's time. Ooh, so here's here's an experimentation thing that I can do. Yeah. Convince you that your hands don't look right and that you must be lucid dreaming. Yo, actually. <laughs> Did I just freak your bean? We should get me better at hallucinations and then try that. That's interesting. I would love to see that happen. Same. Here's an experiment. For the kids at home, lullaby induction. Not cool. Well, I. You know what? I. Kids probably could do that one. Kids at home, stop listening to this podcast. Don't. This is eight. Just leave. Um. 
Unless you're a goat that's over 18. Yeah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Um, a nice little lullaby induction where mm. you're just kind of singing and rhyming, uh, even even recording a little a little song for yourself maybe, and just kind of putting it on and listening to it for like a self hypnosis thing. Um, it can be really cute uh, as long as you're not like really critical about your your own voice. If you can kind of just sing something that's nice and you can just listen back to it, um, just. Give yourself a little lullaby induction. It'll, it'll really put you into the sleep mood. And this is a fun topic and experiment for both of us because we're both very, like, at our core tied to music. Like, music's super important for us both. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Another fun thing that we could sort of experiment with this is time dilation. Mm, and time yeah. dilation is just yummy for a lot of different topics. Definitely. So just kind of playing around with, oh, you were asleep for a really long time, or mm-hmm. that really long time was actually two minutes, or mm-hmm. or this or that. I feel like the perfect time to do time dilation is after some kind of like like sleep-oriented trance, because, you know, usually whenever you lay your head down for rest, it, it does feel like a lot of time is moving back and forth. Um, so you can kind of play with that association and then uh, do a little bit of dilating of the times. You've done time dilation on people before, right? I think I've done... It's never been the focus. I've, okay. I've done little extra things on the side like, oh, and as well, on top of this, uh, you might have a sensation of time having passed or whatever. I, but, um, I noticed a fun thing when I did it once. Yeah, tell me about it. So, I specifically cited two rather short, but, like, weird amounts of time. What I basically said was every minute and a half feels like 30 minutes. Interesting. So I kind of gave them this, like, well, because you're, if you're listening to this podcast right now and you're like, I know exactly what a minute and 30 seconds feels like, or do you? Do you, though? Because I don't. Every... Every 159 seconds. Right. So I gave, I was doing a two subject induction at the time. I gave them a suggestion of, you know, every minute and a half feels like 30 minutes or however much time I did. I'm pretty sure it was that. This is a short enough time that the brain could be like, okay, I guess I lost 30 minutes. That's fine. Um, While also being like, I don't know what the fuck a minute and 30 seconds feels like. And it kind of created this headspace for the two paired with the other suggestions, which were pleasure oriented, where after the trance, when I was asking them about it, their brains actually filled in the blanks that would have been in that like dilated time. So they could tell me more memories than would have been able to fit in four and a half minutes. And it was super cool. I need to do more reading on the show. Right? It sounds yummy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another little experiment that you can kind of play around with is just using the feeling or idea of like dreaming to make a sub believe that they're dreaming when they aren't. Or uh, another thing you can do is kind of use the techniques in sleep help to make them appear to be asleep or feel like they're asleep for just the purpose of your scene or whatever. 
I know you could do something like somnophilia, uh, if that's something that you're interested in. And have discussed um, at length. At length. Um, but it could just be something where you just want your trance to end with your sub kind of in this sleeping-like state, whether it's to like abruptly wake them up or just start with um, whatever other fun you've got planned next. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to talk about some experiences that I've had with sleep help because I get a lot of it. So if any of you know an insomniac friend or partner or anyone that has a lot of trouble sleeping, you can maybe give this a try on them. So some of the best sleep helps I've had, I'm going to list uh, each from like a different person, but I'm going to list two from Jess because she's the co-host. One from my partner, Demi, who will likely be a special guest on the show at some point had it set up in this sort of scene where I'm already tired in bed. It's very much like mirroring real life at this point. I haven't been able to get to sleep for like a couple hours and it's like three in the morning. My usual bedtime's two at the latest. I like to get to bed between midnight and two. Portal opens up in my bed and there's just stars on the other side. Floating through this portal in this space, there's this giant, incomprehensible, going back to that Elder God sort of vibe, being made of stars. And it just takes me into its grasp. It sticks like a tendril into my belly and onto my eyes and just kind of remakes me into this sort of like star sprite being. And I just fall asleep, curled up on it. And that's nice. It feels good. That's the funky good. It's it's kind of funky, you're right. I would volunteer. Mm-hmm. I'd volunteer for either role. <laughs> Another one that we talked about a little bit earlier is a set of spa treatment trances. We talked a lot about the, uh, you know, water washing out, you know, the brain and everything. That felt really good. I'm going to tell you all right now, that <laughs> felt really, really good. One we didn't talk about as much was the sauna that I mentioned. And that was really really nice remind me some of what was in it uh are you talking about the the kind of little sauna adventure that you went on Mm-hmm. where i wanted to like explore but i was good and just went to the sauna room yeah so there was just the sauna room and you kind of had this last moment where you uh changed clothes and you just went into this room where there were coals lined around the outskirts of the room and this little spigot that was manned by somebody. And she was just like, yeah, go ahead and uh, lay down on your towel uh, and we can begin our uh, complimentary breathing exercise. Just like lots of lots of descriptions of warmth here. Kind of like the steam fogging up the mind almost. Wasn't it pink steam? It was pink steam after a point. Like once yeah, I was it's... like getting sleepier, you made it pink. And then you made it start to swirl around, and you made it smell like cinnamon, and that gave me an association for whenever I eat cinnamon things now. <laughs> yeah. I want I, um, it to be a stronger association, not gonna lie. Cute. Mm-hmm. I um I did something interesting like that with Demi, where um, a scene we had involved the taste of cinnamon rolls. I, I think it's fun to occasionally put in... Uh, a very distinctive taste or smell to something just because it's just like it's good whenever whenever you're kind of deeper in trance uh when somebody throws like 
a smell at you, you're like, oh, I can I can smell that clear as day. Or I can taste that really, really well. That's also really good to find out uh, if you're one of my girlfriends, for example, that you have a scent-based modality, which is pretty rare, but it happens. Yeah, yeah interesting. I mean, uh, it's it's like that for a lot of people, how kind of like smells can have like really vivid associations. So, Especially like, if you're like sleepy and kind of like out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Just a little waft of cinnamon in the air. It's just so sweet and nice. It's what happens when you, like, overclock your brain directly into your turbo nose. <laughs> Sam? Yeah? Do you want to, uh, explain? Not for the listeners. The listeners get it. They understand what you said. Just for me, I'm out of uh-huh. the loop a little bit. So what's a super nose, you said? The turbo nose. The turbo... <laughs> I don't, I don't want to get the name wrong. The turbo nose. Could you tell me about the turbo? The turbo nose is when, um, you know, when you kind of close your eyes to hear better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You close your eyes, you close your ears, you close your tongue. You can smell better. Sensory deprivation, but you keep the smell. You keep the nose. It's all going to the schnoz. Oh, that's something we forgot to talk about in Crossing the Wires. Just deprive them of every sense until yeah. they fall asleep. Boom. Let there them you drift. Go. Extra Some people think that's torture. <laughs> well, do it in a nice way. Exactly. Like, have them ask for it. Or beg for it, if you're mean. <laughs> um, did you have any other experiences you wanted to talk about? I did. Uh, the very, actually, first instances of sleep help that I got were from another one of my girlfriends who I've not referred to yet in the podcast. And we did this for a long time. We would do this like every couple nights um, when she had like a more reliable energy source. And that was this really nice sort of... If you've ever played Paper Mario Thousand Year Door, there's a character that like kind of holds on to you and pulls you into her shadow. That's kind of what the idea for this one came from, is I would sink into my girlfriend's shadow and just kind of become protected as I sink into this, like, dark, pitch black, safe sort of sphere. And I just kind of drifted there, like we were talking a bit ago about sensory deprivation. I was just adrift and completely safe from everything. And the more I drifted down in that space the harder it got to think, because everything was darker, including, you know, my senses, my mind, etc. That might be me remembering that in the way it affected me, not in the way that was said to me, but I digress. It was really nice. I, uh, as a fun little side fact, uh, for her when she listens to this, I actually always imagined the inside of the sphere looking, and I'm gonna throw out another Nintendo reference, if anyone's played Kirby 64, the boss arena where you fight zero squared is kind of how I always pictured it. Just like, you know, safer and less eyeball. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Great. All right. A lot of, lot of fun little tidbits there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are going into our trans portion after the you break. Know? There's no break, but there might be a break. There's a break for us, not a break for you. That's yeah. No, you're gonna get a privilege. you're gonna get a cut to it once we're done. You know, setting this up. 
But the idea for tonight is that Sam's going to switch mics, mm-hmm. um, and she's going to get in bed, nice and ready to sleep. Yep. And I'm just going to give her a pretty regular sleep help, and we're going to try and do a dream forecast. Uh, yep. And then we'll do a follow-up next morning and tell you uh, what she dreamed. And that's going to be all streamlined for you. We're going to have to do some fucking rigmarole for it. We're going to have to like sync up at the end of this recording, sync up at the start of next <laughs> recording. Consider your rigs marooled. All right, and we are back with Sleepy Times. We are in Sleepy Times. I have a much worse quality microphone, as you can see. I just turned towards the microphone. I don't know. I was thinking about this, but I'm not sure how much of your audio we're going to be using, because pretty soon it's just going to be me talking. Mm -hmm. That doesn't matter, though, like for this moment. We can still still use a little bit of them. Mm Mm-hmm. Sam, Sam. Yeah? What would you like to dream about tonight? Uh, well, first I should dream about taking off my glasses before I actually get into bed, because I forgot to do that. That's a really good dream. Um, some would say it's a little bland, but um, little, I find it compelling. Little... <laughs> Something alright. Okay, let me get those off. If I dreamt about taking off my glasses at night, I would be like... I would I would be like I have to wake up. I must have my glasses on. The last thing you want <laughs> in your Burger King glasses lettuce. No. We we stayed up for a while talking it's, after it's, we finished the first take of the podcast it's and it's late o'clock. 2 hours after we finished. We're sleepy. We're pretty silly sleepy. Well, that's good. It's good to be silly sleepy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think for dreamy time, I want my dream to be like relaxing. Relaxing. Mm-hmm. That's a good word to go with. It's pretty simple. Okay. Sam, take a deep breath in. And And I want you to just relax, as you've done so many times before, focusing on my voice, focusing on that sensation of everything around you, the bed nice and cozy, as it always is, it feels like home. And as you rest your eyes, weary from the day, they've done so much, I want you to just start to drift just a little bit. And whenever we finish this, I'll have you sync up the podcast recording before you rest, just long enough to say goodbye. But until then, we're going to focus. Focusing on my voice, on your breathing, on every part of your body, as it just starts to sink down, and you just drift as though you were in a hot air balloon carried away by the wind, the world here. Wherever you might be going, simply speaks 
in music, and you can hear it on the air, or if you might be drifting among the clouds, you just hear a song. It's sweet and simple and happy. Maybe you are in this hot air balloon. Maybe you are in a plane or drifting on a cloud or just floating along the skyline, looking down at the small people below. They have their own little concert. And everyone's just chatting and having food. It's a fairly low-energy event, it seems, and you just get to people watch. You can see all of the bright colors down there, and maybe even the expressions of the party-goers. And you almost want to just drift down. You don't necessarily need to be a part of that place, but maybe you can just relax someplace nearby, outside, and listen to that music. As the day shifts to night, maybe you're in a different place now, entirely. Some place dark at night, outside, just enjoying the cool night air. Some friends around you, perhaps, keeping you company, reassuring you that this place is safe and that you can just enjoy its beauty. What kind of animals might you hear? Bugs, perhaps? Crickets? Look up at the night sky. What do you see? It's crystal clear. And it's beautiful. Even the reflection of the night sky in your eyes be just as beautiful. And maybe you're someplace else again. Maybe you're someplace that feels like home. It doesn't have to be where you are right now. It's so subjective that you probably already have an answer in mind of where you are, of where you want to be. Just someplace peaceful where you can just listen to music that you like or read a book. Someplace cozy like a beanbag wrapping around the sides of you, like a private chair in the corner of a library, just this little place that you can call your own, in this place that you are right now. You can just feel the texture of where you're sitting, what you might be touching. You can hear what's going on around you. And you're already dreaming just a little bit. It's the first step is just going somewhere. And there are so many places that you can go. So many things you can do. And it's so easy for me to show you all these places. Now you can just sink into pitch black. As everything fades away, 
as everything becomes pure darkness. Darkness is a safe thing. It can hide you away. It wraps around you like a blanket. What does it feel like to be wrapped in darkness? Does it have a texture or a lack thereof? Is it coarse? Is it smooth? How does it feel touching every part of you? What does darkness look like? Is it the absence of light or is it something more than that? Is it bright with how much it absorbs? What does darkness sound like? Does it sound like the shifts fabric wrapping around you? Does it sound like that faint ringing when the room is so quiet you can hear yourself. You can just relax here. Those questions really don't matter. You already have a way that you feel this darkness. It's so perfect for you. It's so peaceful. And that's what's most important. The way you feel right now, how good it is, how easily you're drifting off. And there's still that one little part of you that's just staying awake long enough to do the things that you need to do before you go to bed. And tonight, whenever you dream, your dreams will reflect this feeling this feeling of relaxation, doing the things that make you feel relaxed. You might even be thinking of them right now. And they're such inviting ideas that you almost start to slip into them. Being at the places that make you feel relaxed, all those wonderful settings. These places are places you're about to go to. But there's still that one last thing that you need to do. Isn't that right? And in a moment, whenever I tell you to sleep, you'll drift all the way down, completely for the night, ready to dream about relaxation. And until I tell you to do that, you'll stay awake just long enough to end the podcast recording to lay down and rest. Drifting off when I give you that last word, that last permission. Are you ready to end the podcast, Sam? Mm -hmm. Say yes. Yeah. All right. Hi. Well, we're back. We are back. Welcome. It took a second for you, but it took us, let's see, uh... Uh, several hours. That's not important. Mm, three days. <laughs> five years. Five caterpillar years. I don't know how long a caterpillar year is. You don't yet. So, Sam, mm -hmm. were your dreams um, peaceful? They were not, but that's okay. 
All right, we've done it. (laughs) We our work here is done. We've had success with this. This time it just didn't pan out. But honestly, like just trying it is fun, and just giving those suggestions can be really nice. So just go for it. It'll hit. You know, sometimes it'll be nice in the moment. At least Mm -hmm. it's a nice thought to think about. Like, ah, this is what I'm gonna dream about. It doesn't always pan out that way. Especially, like, it's a really nice thought for people who have trouble, like, dreaming easily and who have trouble with, like, nightmares. Like, just that momentary reassurance of, like, hey, you're gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was Sleep Help. Um, hope you like the trance. Hope you like the talk. Uh, something that we had a lot of fun with. Mindless Matters. Don't, God fucking don't you damn dare. it. God damn it. I did that in the first episode. I hated it so bad. We, we spent like 20 this... minutes trying to edit that out. We're not Mindless editing this matters. out. We're not editing this out. I hope you understand that. <laughs> Mindless Matters is an erotic, sore, recreational hypnosis podcast focused on learning and discussion of hypnosis and hypnotism. Mm-hmm. Uh, we post every other Tuesday. We have a Discord. We have a Twitter. It's posted in both of those places. Thank you for listening to our podcast, and we hope to see you again soon. Mm -hmm. Take care. Take care.